With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Ochak Baji, and it's time for Jazz Game Rewind. Your Utah Jazz shipped up to Boston in search of a high note to end the month of March and secure a season sweep of the Celtics. But in a physical, bruising matchup, the shorthanded Jazzmen couldn't fight off a red-hot Jason Tatum, falling 122-114. to 114. Jazz Nation, I'm Will Trubshaw, and this is another Jazz Game Rewind. Coming into tonight, there were just six games left on the calendar for the 22-23 season. And for the Jazz, still a glimmer of hope to make the play-in. But to keep that hope alive, it would take a lot of winning down the stretch. Starting the home stretch off with the Boston side hungry for the one seed in the East, looking to avenge their loss to Utah less than two weeks ago, would be no easy feat. But the Jazz kind of made it look easy in the first quarter. In a back-and-forth opening frame, the Jazz used a 10-3 run late in the quarter to go up 29-25 and then ultimately finish up 29-27. Here's how it sounded with David Locke and the legend Ron Boone on Jazz Radio. Brogdon fast break the other way off the turnover, lays it in. Well, there's two turnovers has really hurt the Jazz there. As you can see, Dunn really beckoning. He wanted Kessler to run the floor a little bit harder. Kessler was trying to get there. Walker only played 20 the other night. He's played nine already in the first quarter. Kessler gives it over to Fontecchio. Another three. Air ball. Nope. Grabbed a little bit of iron. And it flares back out to Juzang, who dribbles back to three and shoots and misses. Rebound comes down to Tatum. Brogdon. Shifty dribble into the lane, hangs, misses, rebound, tap, Toscana Anderson has it. Juan on the left side. Bounce pass, Kessler, he ran the floor this time and he gets a jam. Joe Mazzulla's seen enough of that. Jazz behind Walker, Kessler's eight and Fontecchio's 10 are staying with the Celtics right now. 155 left in the first quarter. It's Boston 22, Utah 21 here in Boston. Jazz makes some substitutions. Here's a lineup I promise you, you never thought you'd hear this year. Jazz have Chris Dunn, Johnny Juzang, Juan Toscan Anderson, Lucas Shamanich. He was only on our roster for like the last day, so of course you didn't think of that. And Damian Jones. And Jalen Brunson travels with Toscan Anderson up on, bothering him a bit. 22, 22-21. That sound flash brought to you by Vivid Smart Security Professionally Installed. Here's Shamanich up top to Toscan Anderson, top to Dunn, drives on Brown, kicks to the corner. Damian Jones for three, he's got another one. It's become a pretty darn good three-point shooter for the Utah Jazz. Damian Jones is 6'11", center out of Vanderbilt. Surprise, surprise, and that was from the opposite corner this time. Jazz are four of 11 from three and lead by two. Here's Smart, angle right. Attacking, jump stops in the lane, puts up the shot, misses. Shamanich rebounds. He was with Boston in camp this year, then went to the main Celtics, who used to be the main Red Claws. Toscan Anderson on the far side. Top to Dunn. Half court set. Dunn wiggles his way in the lane, puts up a right hand floater off the window and in, and Utah leads Boston 
26-22. Boston's the second best second quarter team, first quarter team in the NBA. Here's Brogdon. Beautiful crossover. Dunn cuts him off nicely. Back out to Smart. Not a great three-point shooter, but he makes this one. He's just good enough. That, that, you put it perfectly, David. It just seems to make the one that you don't think he's going to make. One for five today overall. One for three from three. Although he's made 11 of his last 29. It's not great. Count last night's game. That's it. He's like just good enough. Yeah. Right corner. Toscan, or excuse me, Juzang for three. Hits it. And he was unguarded. And Johnny Juzang makes the Celtics bay. And the Jazz lead at 29-25. Ten seconds left in the quarter. Unfortunately, four points was as large as the Jazz lead would get all night. Despite the efforts of, as you heard a moment ago, Simone Fontecchio, Walker Kessler, plus a monster 28-point, 8-rebound, and 7-assist effort from Taylor Horton Tucker. Checks it to Fontecchio. Feet set, angle left, ball wet, splash. Oh, boy. Puts the accelerator down, goes behind his back, floats the right-hander up and in. Taylor saw airspace, and he just burst right into it. Dunn crosses Hauser over. Beautiful move to the rack. Ton of contact, no call. Kessler takes the garbage and packs it. Now, you might be wondering where it all went wrong for the Jazz. If you're looking for a player to blame, it would probably be Jason Tatum and his 39 points, a performance coming less than 24 hours after he scored 40 on the Bucks in Milwaukee. Backdoor cut, Jason Tatum slammed up. Tatum double team, works around the double team with another hook, and lays it up and in. Tatum working, spinning, fades away for a three and got it, my goodness. Wow. And if you're looking for a moment of the game itself to blame, it wasn't necessarily the raucous fourth quarter that saw four technicals, a flagrant, and a Chris Dunn ejection. You are right, Cornbread. You are right. It is a badly officiated game tonight. We are all getting screwed. You are right. <laughs> Rather, it was the 12-2 Celtics run in the third quarter that was part of a larger 36-point frame for the Seas that signaled this game would be out of reach for the Jazz. Ochai's trying a lot of different things offensively. Here's Brogdon. Step back three again over Dunn. Nailed it again. Malcolm Brogdon was a 50-40-90 player at one point in his career. 50% for the field, 40% from three. 90% from the free throw line. Olenek spinning. Bump fakes the pass. Finds Abaji. Drops it out of bounds. Oh Not a very good night for Abaji's. Struggling from the field and picked up a couple of early fouls. Had the assignment on Jalen Brown defensively recently. Pass out to Grant Williams. Open three. Good. The Jazz have allowed wide open threes in the last three possessions. Celtics have made all of them. Celtics are a pretty good three-point shooting team. They take a lot of them, the second most amount of anyone in the NBA, and they make the sixth highest percentage. A Linux open inside. Lobs it to Kessler. Slam dunk on top of the Eclipse. Luke Cornett, 81-70, that's a Ford dunk, $50 for the Utah Food Bank, courtesy of Ford. Brogdon, another three, Garden. Wow, going underneath the screen on him, and he just stepping back He's behind the three. He's a 40% three-point shooter. And that's three in a row. The loss drops the Jazz to a season-low five games under 500 at 36-41, and, and perhaps more importantly, puts them a game and a half behind Oklahoma City for that final play-in spot with only five games to go. Next up, a stop in Brooklyn to face the New Look Nets Sunday afternoon before returning home Tuesday for a crucial game against LeBron and the Lakers. Come see your Jazz make one last playoff push in person and get your tickets now at utahjazz.com. Well, that does it for this edition of Jazz Game Rewind. 
For everyone here at Jazz Radio, I'm Will Trubshaw saying so long and see you later.